Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I talked about this to start the show, but we got a verdict in the Derek Chauvin case. This is something that would have likely impacted sports in a big way if the verdict had not been guilty uh, of all of the uh, counts there. Um, And I talked about this in the first hour. I did not watch this uh, trial in earnest, right? Um, And so... I'm not going to put my lawyer hat on and analyze the individual aspects of the case because I did not watch the prosecution entirely. I did not watch the defense attorneys entirely. I did not follow this case in a uh, in a really vigorous or rigorous fashion. And so I think it's unfair if you don't watch everything to come on and have some strong opinion about exactly what was said in the courtroom. This is me speaking as a lawyer, not as a uh, person who is out there just watching the, the trial. But I will say this, and I think it's important to say this right off the top. The goal of the American judicial system, and I think I speak for many lawyers out there, hopefully almost all lawyers out there, is for the American judicial system to treat everyone the exact same, regardless of race, religion, ethnicity, uh, sexuality, any identifying characteristic that often gets uh, becomes a major flashpoint in today's identity politics-laden era. And I believe that we are every single day becoming more likely to do that. And I understand that there are a lot of people out there obsessed on social media and they want to tell you that the American judicial system can't be trusted and that juries can't be trusted and the judges can't be trusted and the lawyers can't be trusted. 
And I'm here to tell you that the reason why the American judicial system is the envy of the entire world is not because we're perfect, because we're not, because we are created by man and anything that's created by man is going to be imperfect, but because we are consistently striving to get better. The American judicial system is better now than it was in the 1800s. It's better now than it was in the 1900s. I believe that the American judicial system is getting better at treating everybody the same, regardless of their background, which should be the goal of the American judicial system. And so without diving into all the particulars of the Derek Chauvin case, uh, I do believe that the history of the American judicial system bends towards justice and bends towards righteousness, regardless of your race, your gender, your ethnicity, your religion. Some people disagree with that. As a lawyer, I believe that I have seen the court system and how it works, and uh, I believe that that is the case. I am optimistic on the future of the American judicial system, not pessimistic. All right, putting that aside, much less serious news. And we have been focusing most of the show on much less serious news. Uh, I wanted to hit you with this fact. Uh, As we finished off the second hour of the program, I was talking about wide receivers and the difference between a first and a second round wide receiver uh, in the larger universe of, uh, of the NFL draft. And basically, we've reached the era, at least over the last five years we have, 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, and 19 drafts, six years. Which would you pick? These are the best first-round wide receivers. Calvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Corey Davis, Brandon Cooks, Marquise Brown, Odell Beckham Jr. Those are roughly the eight best wide receivers drafted in the first round. What about the second round? Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Michael Thomas, Allen Robinson, Debo Samuel, Juju Smith-Schuster, Jarvis Landry. I don't know about you, I'd rather have the second round wide receivers over the last uh, six years of the draft at wide receiver than I would the first rounders. Is that going to be the case this year? I don't know, but I think it's something worth keeping in the back of your mind. Jamar Chase, Devontae Smith, and Jalen Waddell seem to be considered to be on a completely different level than every other wide receiver in the NFL. But historically, over the last five, six years, you've been just as good trading back and taking wide receivers later in the second round than you have been taking them right off the top in the first round. All right, Uh, we are going to be joined now. I believe we've got them. Dub, do we have them? We got them. Well, we got a ton to get into, but I want to start here with you. This Deshaun Watson defense. Um, You are a a Texas-trained lawyer. You're familiar with Rusty Harden, Tony Busby, but even more than that, like the larger-than-life Uh, personas that some of these Texas lawyers can adopt. I think it's fair to say that both of these guys fit that perspective. I I am just stunned that Deshaun Watson's defense seems to be in this case that 22 different women are lying and he didn't do anything remotely inappropriate. Are you kind of stunned that he's paying? And he's basically calling these women liars. Not basically, he is. Which, as you well know, it makes it even harder to maybe one day settle this case because some of these women and their families are going to say, wait a minute, why would we take money from Deshaun Watson after he called us liars? Like, this thing just keeps getting ratcheted up, it seems like, to another level every single week. 
Yes, that certainly poisons the waters for any potential settlement. But I've been thinking about this, Clay, and they're boxed in. They're in a yeah. rock and a hard place. I mean, you're a Tennessee-trained lawyer. I don't know what defense at this point Rusty Hart and Deshaun Watson can put together. 22 different women making accusations. That's a bear. I, I mean, yeah. this is the kind of thing you normally see quietly or as quietly as possible settled as quickly as possible. That's what usually happens if you have something like this. I don't know what his defense could be to go through and make a factual claim on each and every one of these women in each and every one of these incidences that he can say he was on the right side of each of these interactions. I don't know how he does it. He is literally yeah. boxed in, and I think he has to settle it and make it go away. I agree, which makes saying they're liars makes the settlement that much more difficult. And also, it seems like it prolongs it in many ways because everything that they're doing is making the environment more antagonistic instead of trying to either stay quiet. And uh, and I do think that they tried to stay quiet initially, but then the number of women, I think they were stunned by them. Uh, I also think, Will, and I'm not sure if you've thought a lot about this, you know when you are young and wealthy, there are a lot of people that will surround you, particularly in the world of athletics, and tell you they're yes men, right? They're hype men. We've seen it throughout the history of athletics. Uh, there are very few truth tellers. And I wonder, the more and more I read about this case, Deshaun Watson, it seems to me, got really bad advice. Will, the first woman who came public wanted $100,000. That means they probably could have settled it for fifty k. Uh, or 75k or something. literally something that given Deshaun Watson's income he would not even have known happened and yet they decided to fight it which is how this blew up even if they had not thought it was a legitimate claim the 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 hit to Deshaun Watson's reputation from a lawsuit like this being filed presuming that he had in fact gotten a massage from her is worth more than $100,000. And it's very difficult to prove, even in a case of he said, she said, that somebody's 100% not telling the truth. I just think Deshaun Watson's advisors, his lawyers early on, his agent, I think they all maybe were afraid to sit him down and explain where this was headed, where now his career is legitimately being threatened in many ways. So bad advice on three different fronts that I can think of. They're probably suffering from whiplash. So to your point in the beginning, it was probably a consideration of this is not that big a deal. This will go away. You don't pay this person. You didn't do anything wrong. And that's why he didn't settle. Now he's probably 180 degrees the other direction, worried that if he does settle, if he does go about trying to make this go away, 22 turns into 42. That, you know, if he if, if it appears as though he's out there admitting yeah. wrongdoing and, and, and giving financial settlements, all of a sudden the number of masseuses that have claims doubles and triples because he clearly wasn't very – he didn't have a lot of discretion. He was very flagrant about this, allegedly, if we've got this many number of people doing so. And then, and then the last piece of bad advice you got is to your point of you never hear no when you're famous like this. He clearly lost sight, again, allegedly. I, I mean, I want to emphasize that over and over, and I know you appreciate that as well. I'm not, I'm not the, the fact finder in this. I'm not the jury. But um, he clearly wasn't ever told, you know, if this is true, hey, this is over the line. You need to be careful, or to the extent that anyone knew, right? And if you've been doing this, you, you know, you need to shut this down. And I think at some point, Clay, early in this process, he was under the impression this isn't that big of a deal. And he had to have people around him telling him 
it's not that big of a deal, which is a lack of self-awareness, a lack of the client, and a clear lack of right and wrong, if it's true. Don't you also think that if you're advising this guy, it should be hard for him to have a hundred different masseuses like one of the first conversations you need to have in this situation with Deshaun Watson is okay man she says that she was your private masseuse uh I mean I think this is one of the first questions I would have asked anyway if I were representing him how many private masseuses have you had right yeah and if he said a hundred <laughs> yeah if he said a hundred I'd be like ooh, because the reason why I'm bringing that up is you know then how many other women could come forward with a similar claim, right? The single most important question to me is, look, if Deshaun Watson says, man, you know what? I probably have uh, have had three different women who've given me massages in my entire you know, career as a Houston Texan. I would be like, okay, I don't think there's a lot we need to be worried about here, right? Because three different women, that's a reasonable number. If he says 100, my next question would have been 100. Um, My next question, I think a lot of people out there listening also would have been, okay, how are you meeting all these women? And he was like, well, Mm -hmm. I was sending them direct messages on Instagram. I'd be like, "Uh uh-oh. So so I wonder on some level whether they had, you know, sort of the lawyer come to Jesus meeting with Deshaun Watson when this allegation was made because knowing what liability is out there is a big part of whether or not you might decide to privately get this deal taken care of. And given how much money Deshaun Watson has at stake and how young in his career it is, like having somebody tell him, hey, this is not a good situation. You can't put yourself out there again and again. You can't do this anymore. Uh, Would have maybe gone a long way towards reconciling and solving this situation and keeping it from blowing up in a huge way in a public fashion. And that's my point. In the beginning, he was acting like they were acting like this could only be one or two allegations. That's right. So that's right. You, you, but now I think their behavior suggests it is potentially a hundred. You know, now that you won't make it go away, I think their fear is how big is it? Because because if you settle with twenty two, you don't protect yourself from. 23 through 60, you know, and by the way, he doesn't know what the number is. It may be, yeah. he's never been able to communicate that. There was a story in, I read in the stories that he had reached out to the same masseuse twice. He, you know, there was a bad Didn't seem to even recognize that he had had contact he with know. her before. Exactly. He reapproached her and she's like, yes, but it can't be like last time. And he was like, then he went radio silent. Like he didn't yeah. know he'd already had a massage from this person. Yeah, that's not, that's again, goes to the overall numbers that might be involved. And by the way, I don't know what, like, I understand the legal uh, angle that Tony Busby, the plaintiff's lawyer, is following here. Like, it's logical to me. And you know, as well as anybody uh, who's also practiced, like, you don't get to choose the decisions that your clients make, and they can put you in a really difficult spot. But I still haven't heard any sort of legal angle argument from Rusty Harden where I've been like, oh, you know what? I can see that. Like Rusty Harden seemed to trot out. I'm sure you saw this too. Like, hey, the reason why he had so many masseuses was because COVID was going on. And you're like, wait, that would actually, that's the exact opposite. Like that would make you want to have as few as possible, right? And then he's like, well, he might have had as many as 150 massages last year. And I'm like, a hundred, a hundred and every other day, you got a massage. Like these are all bad facts. It doesn't seem to me that they have hit on a factual argument where you're like, okay, I could see that because, as you well know, the way that people respond to cases is, is this a believable story or not? 
right? Like, oh, I could see that. That seems like something reasonable. And that's oftentimes how juries make choices because we all in our lives kind of have a sense for what's reasonable and what's not reasonable. And that often dictates who we believe and who we don't believe. Not only that, by the way, Will, his other defense was... Well, yeah, these 22 women say they were sexually assaulted, but here's 18 other masseuses who say that Deshaun Watson didn't do anything to them, which, you know, as a legal defense, first of all, it just admits how many different masseuses you had. But also, it's a little bit like somebody coming out and saying, well, he couldn't have committed murder because look at all these other people he didn't kill. Well, you as well as everybody out there knows that most people engaging in criminal conduct don't do it every day, all day long to (laughs) everyone that they are around. And a jury would never buy like, hey, what's your murder defense uh, for this guy? Well, I'm just going to put on 25 guys who knew him that he didn't kill. You wouldn't be like, oh, this proves that he didn't kill that other person or that he didn't rob a bank or whatever it is. And so I just I don't know. Like Rusty Harden seems to me like he is not helping his client in any way because his arguments all have either flaws that are pretty gargantuan or actually serve to undercut his client even more. Yeah, I think I said this one time in the past when we spoke, but I'm sure there are plenty of women out there who had perfectly nonviolent interactions with O.J. Simpson. That doesn't yeah. tell us a lot about what happened with Nicole Brown Simpson. That's right. That's right. And by the way, O.J. had his video up. I saw this uh, Wednesday discussing the Chauvin trial and hoping that the jury would reach uh, the right verdict, which is so off the wall, unbelievably, absurdly ironic. I don't even know what to say. Um, all right, so a couple of other big stories that are out here. I think this is massive. We're talking to Will Kane. Uh, you can watch him on Fox and Friends, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Also, he's got a podcast. You can search out that podcast. All these different NBA players have deals with two different Chinese companies, uh, and among them, Dwayne Wade. Obviously, I know who's retired, uh, but um, a lot of top players, Clay Thompson, D'Angelo Russell, uh, the, the, uh, Jimmy Butler. The list is pretty wrong, long, and we wrote about that. It's also wrong, as I was about to say. Um, but all these NBA players are out there saying, hey, we care about social justice. We stand for uh, important things in this country. Chinese sneaker companies will, and I, I, it, it blows my mind this is the case. Nike came out and said, hey, we're not going to use cotton produced by slave labor from Muslim concentration camps in China. And Nike, to their credit, that's obviously the right side of, uh, of history, so to speak. They got crushed in China. And these two Chinese mm-hmm. sneaker companies came out and said, not that they were going to cease using and said, we are intentionally going to use slave labor cotton in our shoes. How dare you say something bad about the Chinese government? And the NBA and all these players are making millions of dollars off of these sneaker deals that are truly being produced with slave labor, and almost no one in the media is asking them questions. Almost no one in the media is even raising it as a worthy topic of discussion. Why do you think that is, and how absurdly hypocritical is it for NBA players to literally be playing in basketball games in slave labor-produced sneakers? Okay, I'll answer those in reverse order. Um, How absurdly hypocritical is it? It is 
it is insanely hypocritical. Um, now, I know what they would argue back to you. I know most of the people in defense of the NBA players would say, they would say, look, their primary, their primary objective, their primary priority in life is to help social justice in the United States of America. And they can't go around the world trying to solve all of the world's social justice issues, handle the ones in your own backyard. And for NBA players, at the top of that priority list are issues concerning African Americans. That's what they would say. Right. And that's how they would justify to themselves as well. And that's fine. All that means is you're not particularly you're not making a particularly principled stand. You're not truthfully, you know, all about the easy way to say it is you care about social justice when it either helps you or helps your paycheck. Right. You well, that's the second care. part I want to get to. The yeah. first part. The yeah. first part is if we're being charitable, then they first have to admit you only care about social justice when it impacts you or your direct community. And that's. But then we get to the more hypocritical part of this: is but you're taking, you're not just picking and choosing which of these battles to fight. You're not just doing that. You're not ignoring what's happening in the Middle East, right? It's not simply that. You're actually taking money yes. and doing business deals with the people violating those exact principles you say that you are fighting for, even though it's somewhere else and far away, you're now a willing participant in those exact same crimes. You're taking money. And so that's where it gets to the height of absurdity. And it's not just good enough to say, well, it's not in my backyard and I have priorities of things that occur in my backyard. By the way, there's also scale. There's nothing in the United States that they're fighting for in the social justice front that's even close to slave labor. So we can also just point out the absurdity on scale here, you know. Um, But yeah, the, then your second question was, why doesn't the media do away with why, why, why Or just question them? about it. Just hold them accountable yeah. for this perspective, which is supposedly the job because, of the media, right? Because they're in bed with stars. Because star access is the most important thing in this business. It's absolutely friendly relationships with stars is the most important thing in the NBA. That's the bottom line, you know? And... And so you go along to get along. And plus, probably these NBA writers also, it, it's far away. They're, they're like, it's far away. It's in China. It, does, it, doesn't, it, drive, it doesn't drive clicks. It doesn't drive virtue. It doesn't make me popular with any audience. It doesn't do anything for me. In fact, it uh, does the opposite. It makes me unpopular. We're going to bring Will back for another segment here in a moment. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Will Kane still hanging out with us? The Super League in, uh, in Europe. We talked about this on the show. We drafted our Super League of college football teams. We had a lot of fun with it. It almost immediately is like these guys spend months trying to figure out a way to announce the Super League. And then the minute it gets announced, there's tons of blowback and they all immediately run for cover. I mean, it's kind of funny. But also, like, what did they think was going to happen when they announced this? Like, the, the, the absolute fear that immediately governs is, is really just, uh, it, it's amusing, but also absurd. Yeah, but, you know, you and I have talked about this. So, 
we talk about when it comes to the woke mob coming after people. And if you just if you just stand up to it for 36 hours, you'll be okay. I think this was different. This was a bad business miscalculation. Now I don't know how much money they were set to make from the Super League. It was in the billions easily. Yes, but um, they saw huge backlash, not just from the organizations that their their teams were prior members of, like the Premier League or the Champions League. It's not from their own fan bases. There's not yeah. a single fan base that was excited about this. They were all extremely mad. So then the question is, how do you see this coming? Did you not do the due diligence on the research? And I'll tell you, Clay, I'm a big soccer fan. They're blaming it on America. I mean, they're blaming it on, like, John Henry, who is uh, Red Sox in Liverpool, Stan Kroenke, who's Rams, and... Um, who does Stan Crocky have over there? I, I can't remember. He's I can't got, keep up. They all, there are a lot of American billionaires that have the gotten Glazers, involved. Yes. The Glazers are the Bucks and the and Man United. And they're used to making a ton of money over here and not being bound to tradition. Those soccer leagues have been in place for over 100 years over there. And so, you know, they're, they're saying, here come the Americans with, with money in their eyes and greed and no respect for what we've had for tradition. And they're, they're saying, why are we adopting their point of view? Stan Kroenke, according to Dub, owns Arsenal, uh, by the way. Sheed Khan, I think, right? The owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think, has a substantial ownership stake in the EPL as well. But his uh, team didn't get picked for the Super His League. team did not. They weren't high enough uh, on the flowchart. By the way, LeBron James, uh, uh, another American billionaire, has a uh, ownership stake in Liverpool, uh, which is interesting in and of itself. All right, last question for you. And we're talking to Will Kane at Will Kane on Twitter. Appreciate him hanging out with us here on the Wednesday edition of the show, as he often does. ESPN, and I'm, I'm assuming you probably saw this, had a story from Adrian Wojnarowski about the NBA and how they were going to respond to the eventual verdict in the Derek Chauvin case. Uh, and as part of that article, they reported it was up for four or five hours as the lead story at ESPN.com and on the ESPN app that Jacob Blake, who, uh, who many people out there will remember, uh, was shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and the Milwaukee Bucks and everybody else just walked off the court and refused to play uh, as a result of that. It later comes out that Jacob Blake was armed with a knife, that police had been called because he was threatening uh, a woman in the neighborhood who he'd previously been accused of sexual uh, assault against, that he refused to comply with officer demands, went to his car, reached in. They were worried that he was getting another a weapon than he already had, and that was when they shot. There were no charges brought in that case. ESPN reported that he was unarmed when he was shot and they put that in the article and it was up for hours. How do you think an error like that happens and how inexcusable given the powder keg that we are living in right now is an error of that nature in your mind by anyone, uh, be it a sports media outlet or a national media outlet or even this radio program? I think the way that happens, Clay, is people just begin to accept the narrative as the truth and not yeah. the facts as the truth. I think that's like so. I was, I, so I, I don't even know, you know, the editor. What, do, do, do you know? I don't even know if they they knew. That, I mean, it's not you. You have to know. You have to know that Jacob Blake was was armed. You have yeah. to know because that's the facts, and the facts matter. Um, but there's a chance didn't even know Clay because the, the lie has been repeated so many times that he's unarmed, unarmed. And, and so many times, Clay, that becomes like a catchphrase in, in, in your brain, right? You just assume that any interaction that makes big, big um, public splash and controversy, you assume it fits the narrative and the cliche in your head, unarmed, unarmed. When it doesn't, the facts of each individual case matter. I remember watching the Kentucky Derby, um, and Mike Tirico referred to 
what happened with Breonna Taylor as because there was protest outside the Kentucky Derby or whatever. He said yes. protest over the over the murder of Breonna Taylor. And I sat there and I go, why is that okay for him to say? He doesn't yeah. know that it was murder. Murder is a specific word with with real meaning to it, right? And and she she got killed. That's true. And then we have a we have an investigation and a trial of whether or not it was manslaughter, murder, or accidental, all of those things. But he spoke definitively before a trial that that is what had happened. And that sloppiness of language and, and, and the repeating of, of I, think this is, I think it's even unthinking. I don't think it's as – I don't know, man. I'm moving on this. Is it propaganda intentionally misleading your audience, or is it you know, vacuous mindlessness repeating phrases that you hear over and over – I used to think it's the, you know, the latter. I'm now beginning to wonder sometimes if it's if it's not pure propaganda. I, it, I, I don't know, but it is fascinating because what I think is true is that sports and many other aspects of pop culture have been taken over by politics, right? And that's despite mm-hmm. the fact that everybody out there is basically letting it be known they don't want it, right? The Oscars are Sunday. Uh, there was an interesting line that honestly I thought should have been the headline, and of course it wasn't. Hey, I can't name an Oscar movie. Yeah, I, I haven't one. seen. I can't. I haven't seen him any. It's funny. I was looking at the odds of what was going to be the best picture, and I was like, I don't even know like anything about these movies, right? I mean, they, they have yeah. moved from nominating movies that a lot of people watched back in the day, like Titanic, whether you love it or hate it, Lord of the Rings, um, you know, big blockbuster movies that had massive appeal to a large segment of the population, to now nominating movies that almost no one sees. But the interesting nugget in that article in the New York Times was. Uh, an anonymous Oscar producer said that they had gone back to look at the minute-by-minute ratings. And the minute Mm -hmm. that politics were mentioned by an actor or an actress, the overall numbers of viewers plummets. Every single time. Yes. They have the exact data, right? Minute-by-minute, so-and-so wins the Oscar, they go up there, and they start talking politics. There are lots of people who like the movies. There are lots of people who like sports. But it, when you tune in and you want to watch, you know, hey, let's watch a fun night about the movies, and then some actor or actress wins and goes up and starts lecturing you, people turn it off. And what's interesting about this to me, Will, is you're around my age. When we were young, everybody rolled their eyes and made fun of actors or actresses who got up on the stage at the Oscars and advocated for yeah. whatever politics they believed in. We all rolled our eyes. We were like, these guys have no idea what they're talking about. Now they get praised. And I I don't know if it's social media that has caused that. I don't know if it's the media in general just becoming so incredibly political. But we've moved from eye-rolling, which I think was the natural inclination in the 80s and the 90s when actors and actresses got political, to now, oh, it's so brave of them to use their platform like this, when the reality is I I think people kind of have their own opinions made up. They don't need actors or actresses telling them what to think. Can't you... Isn't it odd that look? I've been I've been interested in politics and and sports my entire life. Why is I mean, isn't it odd that every aspect of our culture now is inseparable from politics? I yes. mean, that's what they're doing. They're, I have this platform, so I have to share my own personal political opinions. And it's just like there is no separation in life at all. Yeah. It's everything is political. You, you know, can't name a, a a section of our culture now. It is truly free from politics. It's amazing, too, because I'm not active on social media, uh, you know, as I am as a public figure. But it's not like I sit around like looking at Facebook from uh, on a regular basis. 
But every now and then I dive into my private Facebook page and I see people that I went to high school and college with who I never heard have any political opinion in their entire life who are now rabidly partisan all day long on social media. And I think most people who know I've heard me, that too. Yeah. Most people I'm the same way. Me, I don't do Facebook like that. Yeah, but I heard all yeah, I, I don't heard either. that's what it's like. Yeah, I don't um, do it either. All, but it's all your high it's, school friends. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. I'm like, I've known you guys for, you know, 20 years and on an individual basis. I've never heard you actually ever utter a political opinion. And now suddenly on social media, everything is flooded with politics. Like whether you love or, or hate my opinions, most people who know me and have known me for a long time would be like, yeah, Clay's always been opinionated about X, Y, or Z. I haven't really changed. But now suddenly all these people who didn't care at all are sharing responses to every single issue in the country on a day-to-day basis on their Facebook feeds? Like, I, I don't know. Right. I mean, I'm kind of curious to see kids, you know, people's kids. Uh, I, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, like seeing how lives are going. I didn't, maybe it's weird. I, I don't really care what anybody I went to high school with thinks about any political issue now because if they didn't tell me face-to-face, why should I care what they think about it on Facebook? Hey, really quickly, back to that unarmed thing you asked me about, and I said, I don't know if it's propaganda or if it's mindlessness. I'll just tell you, like, the story of the last day or so that would lead you to believe it's more propaganda is you tell the lie quickly, you tell it first, and you repeat it. Benjamin Crump, by the way, who's the attorney for all of these cases, like Jacob Blake, he knows that. He gets on the ground. He tells the lie first. He was hands up, don't shoot. He's yeah. Jacob Blake's unarmed man. Um, that That is the, the cost of that was shown because we now know Brian Sicknick, you know, the officer at yeah. Capitol Hill, yeah. was not bashed with a fire extinguisher. That's not how he died. But for months, that's all you've been told. Yes. So he died of a stroke, by the way. Natural cause is, you know, the day after. This is now official. But you ask anybody out there, the lie has been told enough. He was bashed with a fire extinguisher. So tell the lie, tell it first, repeat it over and over. And that makes me believe it's propaganda. It's not, it's not accident. Yeah. I mean, hands up, don't shoot is a lie. It is a demonstrative a lie. lie. It doesn't. And tons of people out there still believe the Michael Brown case, hands up, don't shoot was legit. It's not. It's a lie. The, the fact that Jacob right. Blake was unarmed, it's a lie. It's 100% incontrovertibly false. He admitted himself he was armed on tape with a, uh, with a knife. Like, it's it, these things don't penetrate into the consciousness and people believe a hundred percent falsehoods very often of the time. Yeah. And unfortunately that ends up dividing us even more. Uh, Will Kane, fantastic as always. We're watching this weekend. Uh, appreciate the time, my man. Thanks Clay. Appreciate it. This is outkick the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called all ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
old wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, so we have spent, first of all... Uh, Danny G is going to be going through all of your five-star reviews. We've also got a whale of an animal, Thunderdome, coming your direction. We've had such a packed show. Uh, Chad Withrow in the first hour, Jeff Schwartz in the second hour, and we just finished with Will Kane here in the third hour uh, that I'm going to save the five-star reviews and the animal Thunderdome for later in the week. And I started off the show talking about this, uh, but let me just kind of jump back into... Uh, the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd trial that was just completed and announced the verdict on yesterday. 
Um, and my position, I'm putting my lawyer hat on here for you right now. My position is that in an ideal world, right, ideal United States world, I should say, but I think it's true for the world at large too, but I know the United States judicial system uh, because I'm a licensed attorney in a couple of different jurisdictions right now. In an ideal world, your race, your religion, your ethnicity, your sexuality, whatever identity politics defines you won't matter in a court of law because the goal in every courtroom, lawyers, judges, and hopefully jurors too, is to treat everyone the same and make decisions entirely based on the three things that matter the most, the facts, the facts, the facts. And I believe that our American judicial system is far from perfect, but I also believe it's the best in the world. And I also believe that the evidence is quite clear that in each century that America has been a country, our judicial system has gotten better. 1800s, 1900s, 2000s, late 1790s after the United States had become a country for the first time and defeated the British, and now into the 21st century. A lot of people out there are not optimists. I understand that. It's easy to find flaw with virtually everything that exists in the world and try to tear it down. What I have tried to do with the show consistently, as we have had an incredibly tumultuous year, is fight for sports to exist, which we fought harder for sports to exist on this program than any program in all of in the entire sports industry. And we won and sports came back and we've done it safely. And I fight every single day on this show to try to treat everybody the exact same. Now, I understand that some people don't like that. Some people believe that you should be treated differently. Uh, I don't. I look at this as the only way the United States can truly flourish going forward is if all of us are treated the exact same, just like we do in sports. And that is why I think sports is such an important battleground in the country right now. Because whether you're white, black, Asian, Hispanic, boy, girl, gay, straight, rich, or poor, when you step between the lines in a sporting event, the goal is for you to be treated the exact same as everybody else competing. And I think sports is not perfect. We know that. But I think sports does a pretty good job of treating every single person the same. And I think about that a lot now because I've aged out of playing sports myself. But you know what I did last night? I coached a little league baseball for three hours. Uh, from five o'clock, three and a half hours actually. From five o'clock when I finished my television show until 8.30, three and a half hours, I was locked in coaching nine and 10-year-old kids. Um, and to me, sports gets much of our nation right the best man or the best woman wins ideally you compete within the rules and all of the officials and all the coaches and all the players know what the rules are and we try to apply them fairly and I believe that our judicial system tries to do the same thing and so I am an optimist I believe that over time Our judicial system is getting better. I think we're better now than we were in the 1700s. I think we're better now than we are in the 1800s. I think we're better now than we were in the 1900s. 
2000, uh, and I think now that we're into the 21st century, I believe America is going to get better. I believe we are going to triumph over our new foe. We're not going to stop having challenges in this country. We're not going to stop having difficult moments. We're not going to stop having difficult conversations. But I believe that over time, both sports and America bend towards justice and righteousness and equality for all. I really do believe it. And I think the story of American history is a triumphant one because that has been the truth throughout our decades and several hundred years now as a country. And I hope that we can come together and use sports as a unifying factor going forward and not as a factor designed to divide people. Certainly been a divisive past several years. I think sports is best when a team scores, your team wins, and you're in a stadium or arena, and you look around and give a high five, and you don't think about the race, gender, religion, or ethnicity of everybody around you. Sports at its best unifies. It does not divide. We'll talk more. Same bad time, same bad channel. I am Clay Travis. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. This has been OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.